0: If you're listening, that means you're tuned into the Gimmick Pod. This is the first edition, first rendition. You got your boy Chad here from the good old Jagoff sitting in third place. And then uh, we also got my boy B over here, reigning champ. B, what's going on?
1: Reigning champ, you know. Just I'm excited to get this going. Real excited.
0: It's been a doozy of a season. We, we are uh, going into week four here. Weeks one, two, and three, it's just been a lot going on. We got new members, Keeper League. It's the gimmick league. It's Watson's one oh two girls. I mean, what Absolutely. more can you ask for? We got a bunch we're about to get into <laughs> And the show goes on. So B, Good. what do you wanna kinda of start off with?
1: Let's go into the let's go into the rankings first. And the reason why I wanna go over the rankings is because I'm the one that does the daily recaps or the weekly recaps, so I want to give, this is a good time for me to give my explanation because, you know, we have some people that cry, you know, this is my time to do the justice and, you know, we'll get these people in here when, if they have a topic they want to talk about, we can have a healthy debate.
0: Who's kind of been crying more than others if you had to narrow it down?
1: Um, I think Jake, I mean, that's just, that's, that's the basic answer. That's the answer we all know, but a sleeper one is Nico is, I mean, the trade talks with this guy are ridiculous. I mean, I'm having full-on paragraph arguments with him, talking about value, and I'm not going to say any name specific. I'll get into the trades later with him. But, I mean, even when I do my recaps, he's, you know, he's slandering it, saying it's mean. I haven't said one personal thing mean at all. It's all friendly banter. I'm not taking personal shots like, you know, somebody else we might have come up in this podcast, but. I mean
0: maybe that's what he wants is a little rough love.
1: Yeah, which is fine. And I'm not even, I mean, again, this is this goes I mean, it goes back a long way. It starts with Travis. It starts with our commish cuz his thing is he's complaining about not getting the first pick after the shitty year that he had.
0: I mean, commissioner Trav shout out. We we can go all day about commissioner Trav. Uh more to come on him and kind of how he runs this operation, but yeah, uh, B, you're coming off a historic week yourself. Yeah. I, you just put up, I want to say, 230, 232 against
1: 232. your arch
0: nemesis. And I feel like a lot of people's arch nemesis, young Jake Reiser.
1: Yeah, I own him. It's plain and simple. I can—I put him in my back, back pocket every time we play each other. I mean, the guy's lost his fastball, you know. He had a good little run at the end, and then he's going to – especially coming into last year. I mean, I beat him in the championship, and again, it's all the excuses, Jalen Hurts didn't play. I mean, we all had injuries. It it all happened. That's your fault. Like, don't, you're mad at me because your team got hurt. That can't make sense. And then, I mean, this was just a statement. I mean, let's look at that. He barely even broke a hundred. I mean, he would have lost to everybody.
0: I mean, barely broke a hundred, sure, but you only beat him by 130 points.
1: Yeah, and I did break the record. I did, you know, we were I'm a little bit upset, and I guess it's just because maybe just because it's me and I expect that, but when Cody what he hit last week, two twenty-eight, I mean the league blew up. Everybody it, freaked out. I, I'm pretty sure it was around two it was the it was the record at the time.
0: I was the second highest leading scorer that week and I lost.
1: Yeah, see two twenty-eight, the league blew up. They were like they were freaking out that he scored that. And I come into this week, and again, its I'm not going to say my team is that good to put up that many points, because I can agree that my team has flaws, but I mean, I even beat him by a crazy amount, and shout out to Kyle, gave me my props. I'm going
2: to shake your hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand.
1: And you know, I think you gave me my props here and there, but you know, it's not a lot of, I guess that's just what you get for being the defending champ, you know, I'm a humble Brack, but... You know? Look,
0: you got you got the target on your back for sure, and yes, I like clearly we we can kind of dive into the rankings just a little bit more.
1: Yeah, pull those up. So we
0: right, can... rightfully so. I think you had yourself number one. You finally gave your boy some uh, well-deserved respect coming in at number two. I will say, I'm not undefeated. There are two undefeated teams: yourself and uh, young yeah, AJ Job.
1: The loss to the second highest score right, score in the in the league. Overall yeah. points. Which is crazy. I mean, we, think about it. We did we added an extra flex. So the points are gonna be a little bit higher. But I mean two twenty-eight and two thirty-two or whatever. Okay, that's crazy.
0: That is was pretty nuts. Coming in at number three. I I don't know if you're doing a little a brown nose and a little kiss ass in here, but you did have a Wilson and Chase, aka young Travis August,
1: aka Kamish
0: at number three. I,
1: Obviously, he's four and two right now. His team—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a solid team, you know. I think he's—he's he's got a Justin Fields, who again, as shitty as he is, is coming from a Bear fan.
2: Stop Bears! Stop Bears!
1: I mean, he's—he's going to be a top twelve and even top ten wide receiver, quarterback, based on fantasy wise, because he is that good on the ground. Like, I mean, he, look, he's through for 98 yards. He still put up 11 points and not great. But, I mean, you know, I think his i think his quarterback play is there. Uh, Walker's playing good. Williams, I mean, I'm looking on ESPN rankings all the time, you know, just to c- kind of look, not that I trust him. But, I mean, he's arguably a top 10 fantasy running back because he gets a ton of work and he catches the ball. I mean, look, he had, what, seven receptions or seven targets? It's pretty crazy. You know, good wide receiver depth. Laporte is a stud. He's going to be a top 5 tight end and he's very deep. I mean, even DJ Moore shit. People but,
0: say he might have the deepest wide receiver room in the league. I
1: but I, I mean, even I, that, I might
0: know a guy that can rival that, but he does have a pretty uh, pretty nice roster. He has like Marquise Brown on his bench, Hollywood Brown, 17 points. Um you could say it's just a mismanagement of the roster, which I think will be the ultimate reason for the commissioner's downfall here, but he's uh chugging along here at the beginning of the season. And uh yeah, he comes in at number three in your post week three power rankings.
1: Yeah. And you know, Wilson, he still has Wilson. Um He's obviously tough with no Rogers, but I mean, he's still an explosive. He'll be a top 15, top 20 wide receiver, regardless of who's quarterback. Um No, it's just deep. I mean, I think like Michael Pittman is surprising a, a lot of us too. I mean, he's putting a, he's put up almost 15 every game. At least in our league. So, I mean, you know, you, Pippen's been a,
0: nice. He's been a target machine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I, that's why I had him on three. Um, Who do I have at four? Did I put Cody? Was it Cody? So
0: you had me moving up the ranks to two. You had Travis moving up the ranks to three, and you had Cody falling down the ranks.
1: I did. But let's let, number let, four. Don't, don't skip over your team. Let's. We can talk about your team. Your team is by far the most deep. I mean that's I mean, you got Goddard as your last bench spot. I mean you got nice. Lawrence who's not playing to the high ability. I mean you have the deepest squad. I mean Michael Thomas on your bench isn't bad. Um I mean Madison's kind of scary now that Akers is there, but
0: I mean he he played his best game of the year so far with his back up against the wall.
1: Yeah, and well now you, know you know? got Kevin Allen with no Williams. He's gonna I mean that game's ridiculous alone. Twenty fucking Targets. 20
0: targets, 18 catches. Yeah. yeah, I like where I'm at with my boy Keenan. Can't complain.
1: It, you know, you got the good pairing with um, Herbert, who – what did he throw? 40 for 45 last week? 40, 40 for
0: 47. 40 and five yards, three tutties, couple carries in there. I like mean
1: – The extra boost, we'll talk about that with the commission later, but
0: – You got receiver bonuses for yards. You got rushing bonuses – yeah. No passing bonuses and it's a two QB league, so the cream of the crop QBs don't get that extra boost when they should. Like I got my boy Trevor Lawrence, he had a pretty shit game, only got fifteen points, but then he got Justin Herbert, four hundred five yards. Come on. Yeah. Throw him a little extra cherry on top or something like yeah. that.
1: We'll go over to Cody's team, that's a good segment to lead into. Um, I mean, look at let's look at um Wilson, for instance. I mean, shit, Denver's horrible. We can agree on that. But I mean, click on his games. You know, I looked again on. I'm looking to again on ESPN today. He's a top ten top. He's a top ten ranked fantasy quarterback. I mean, look, he's thrown 300 yards two games in a row, and he's barely used his feet. He's ba- His rushing yards barely used his feet. I mean, I think Wilson's kind of a sleeper. I think they're going to play behind in games a lot. I think that's a sleeper team. I think that's a sleeper for Cody. Even that because he has AR. Anthony Richardson to go along definitely,
0: with him. Definitely has a uh, – I mean, Russ, like you said, he's coming in that QB rank number nine right now, 20 overall.
1: Maybe your team playing from behind is not a horrible idea an Idea to have. I mean, even Cody's team is really good too.
0: No, it's stacked. I mean, you got good Very- running back depth with Pollard and Connor to kind of top it off in that RB room. Then you got C.D. Mike Evans, Andrews, just all having pretty good weeks. Debo coming in at the flex, just terrorizing sure. dudes on Thursday night. Can't oh, not showing the IR in the scoreboard, but his IR he definitely has a Cooper Cup and like you said earlier, AR just sitting there waiting to come back. So yeah, he uh, can definitely take a leap back up into that top three once those guys get healthy and back on the field.
1: He'll hang. He'll hang around the top four for the time being. I don't think. That's the thing about, at least for this league, I think, you know, we have the four guys who are contending right now, and A.J. gets a bad draw, you know, 6-0, and and has to fall down, like, four or five spots.
2: I've fallen, and I can't get up.
1: But, I mean, losing Mike Williams and Chubb, that's – I mean, those are, those are daggers. Those are bad. That's a bad – His us- team,
0: but it's tough. I mean, like you said, losing Chubb and then Mike Will. I think Mike Will put up, yeah, 27 points this week, and he just – Losing with the torn ACL. You Indeed? see him grab the, top, the bottom of the knee, top of the shin, you know it's over. That's exactly. ACL city. So that's tougher, my boy Yob. But you got Thielen grabbing you 33 and a half points. I mean, Sutling popping off almost 20. Your kicker's grabbing you 18. It's just a scrappy bunch of dudes. I mean, that's just who AJ drafted. He set a meticulous auto-draft cue. He had dudes lined up. I think he ran that queue maybe hundred and eighty people deep minimum. Oh, and let's could, not talk about maybe push two hundred.
1: The moves that he made too in the off season coming in and taking over a shitty team from a, you know, guy who didn't, didn't want to be here. Um, I mean, you know, traded traded for Hill, got made a bunch of moves. And one thing I think is surprising and I think, you know, could be a hot take, but I mean Tua I think Tua's in probably my leader for for MVP right now, I mean, that I, team. I think is, he is
0: the betting favorite. I'm not going to lie.
1: That team is scary fast. Hopefully, Tua doesn't go get shit for brains and get hit in the head. But as fucked up as it is, you don't want to talk about injuries. But, you know, it's a real concern, especially for someone who has that type of history.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you brought up the move so we can kind of pivot off these rankings. That top five, let's just kind of run through them real quick to get through it. And then the bottom five. So, that top five again is going to be Riley Reed option. We got Bryce there. We got number two, me, the Jackoffs. We got three, Wilson and Chase. That's Travis. Four, Cody with Weedon boys. Five, moving up to number five this is going to be Nico. Six, Kyle, who projected first couple weeks was a high scoring team uh, projection wise and kind of fell all the way down there to number six. And that young Hoku. And again, AJ, undefeated, fell down to seven. Injuries looking tough. Eight, the quad father. Young Dill Will. I mean, talk about crazy moves, we're gonna get into those here in a second after these rankings, but that guy's making moves left and right. You got Jason who's turmoil. He gave up turmoil.
1: He gave up. And I got I got on him today in the in the group chat only just to hold him accountable, you know. You drafted your shitty team. You took Najee in the third round or the first your third pick overall in a keeper league. Like that's ridiculous. You know, I'm I wanna hear some owning up rather than him complaining about his wi fi, but I get it. It happens. It's
0: a bunch of weird draft choices at the bottom of these rankings uh, for week three, Bryce. You got that same thing with Jason going on with Jake. He's just trading all his picks for guys that really, I mean, Bijan is Bijan, but Gibbs hasn't really panned out yet. He's still figuring out the league. And, uh, yeah, we can kind of get into some of those trades. What we had popping off this week, still this week, I mean, the last one we had.
1: Still making moves, and I like it. I like him making moves, and I have no problem with it.
0: Traded with Jake. Let's get into this trade a little bit. This guy, Dill Will, trades away Saquon Barkley, who might come back this week after a high ankle sprain a couple weeks ago. Trades him and Brandon Ayuk for Derrick Henry, Jerome Ford. Uh, Chubb's new backup, new number one in uh, the Cleveland RB room, and then he got Brees Hall.
1: So Dill got Saquon from me. I traded Eckler. I traded Saquon for Eckler, and I gave up like a – fourth and a sixth pick or an eighth pick or whatever the case may be. I try to stack, I try to stack my RB room just because I knew Saquon. He has an injury history. I mean,
2: it's just true. as much
1: as like most does, you know, he's always going to, he's going to be hurt. We saw a high end breeze Hall like first game of the year. I mean, he has the potential. He's going to be a keeper. You know, I think the jets are just in a shitty spot. I mean,
2: Jets.
0: went all out
1: for Rodgers and then they got Cook I mean I think that screwed him I think Brees coming off of an injury you know takes into account for all that but you know I don't I again I don't hate this move at all Saquon's injury prone Brees Hall healthy can be just as good as Saquon I'm not gonna say he's better but I can see, like, long-term-wise, I mean, drum Ford, I didn't really get that one. I guess, yes, he's there. are scored two in- touchdowns last week. Not Henry's a good
0: week. And the touches weren't there. So, it's kind of a fraudulent week. Uh, it might oh. be fool's gold. And But, like you're saying, Brees Hall getting healthy. We'll see how defenses kind of play them with Zach Wilson now stacking the box. But then Derrick Henry starts the no. season slow every year, and then he comes out firing middle of the season. So, we'll see. That's yeah, just a- uh, just how it goes.
1: He's always going to be, you know, a guy that you expect a lot from, and like I said, Dylan's not rolling over and dying. I just sometimes, you know, I, is it too late? Is it too late to make that trade? Jake, I think Jake did a good trade. I think that helped him, kind of, you know, solidifying that his team sucks, which we all know. Hey, I find
0: it funny that you say you don't think Dylan was rolling over and dying, as you were on the recipient end of Josh Jacobs for yeah. a lowly price tag of Brock Purdy.
1: Let me let me re- let me explain this. Go I. Ahead. I initiate the trades. I will always reach out to anybody about trades. I am probably one, if besides Dylan, probably the most active on trades.
0: You're a you're a button pusher, a side tickler, a yes, doorbell I like, ringer.
1: Yes, I like the team. A like ding ting. dong
0: ditcher in the trade inbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I am. So, now, when I reach out to Dylan, you know he's getting ready to wear that dress for the golf for our you know our punishment, and so I just I literally all I do is reach out. I know Jacobs has i mean he was the number one you had him last year he was the number one fantasy running back he's ranked top 10 every week he gets you know he gets rb1 work so all i did was reach out and say what do you want for jacobs because my running back room you know i got lucky with Mostert and i got lucky with moss playing good but you know when jt comes back who knows if he comes back so i needed a little bit of room i thought jacobs you can buy low and his reply is how about Purdy Purdy i mean
0: that's a hell of a reply
1: I mean, what, so I mean, so
0: when you saw that reply come across your, come across your phone screen, what did you kind of do? Did you like throw your phone? Did you kind of giggle? What what was kind of going on there?
1: Kind of like a miss. Like, is he serious? Because you know, Brock's playing good. He's not. He's not playing as a top ten quarterback. He's playing right around. I'd say where my other quarterbacks are. So Brock. I mean, that's. So I don't think he's. I don't think he's not fantasy worthy. Like. He's playing just as good as Dak and Watson that I have. So, I you know, you I'm – You traded big... your
0: third running – or your third QB, Brock Purdy, who's put up 20 points Yeah, twice in his 11 or so starts so far, 20 fantasy points. Yeah. QB not... 14 overall so far, but nothing special.
1: Yeah, and that's the tough part, at least when it comes to Travis finally saying, like, if you want to fuck up your team, like not having, you know – the order to veto it so when he said that like i have to say yes,
0: say yes.
1: and i don't want to you know it never comes i don't think of it as trying to fuck over the league like you know i'm not i would never beg anybody for a trade you know he came to me with that i think it's crazy but you know if fuck if you're trying to win i mean we're playing 150 buying i mean we're playing for a thousand dollars i'm gonna do whatever it takes you know and people can do it too People can do it too. People can reach out and ask. That's all the thing you can do. I think that, might be
0: the, that might be the, uh, one of the main gripes. Is like, I didn't know Josh Jacobs was going for that price. I would have bought him back.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, for at this rate, you could probably get him for your last pick in, the, in our 18th round draft. But I mean, look at him. I mean, he's not playing great. We all get it. He's not playing great. He's playing bad, but it's not even him playing bad. It's you know, that offense is tough. The offensive line is tough. But again, he's going to get RB1 work. He's he signed a one-year contract, and he's still getting nine or ten a game. And if I pair that with Eckler and CMC, I mean.
2: That's how a white man runs a football.
1: Jacobs as an RB3 is kind of unreal. So, I mean, there's not much to say about it other than I think Dylan fucked up. But um, I'm, I'm ecstatic to have it. But, you know, I might be throwing Jacobs in some other trade offers. Who knows?
0: This guy's just stacking the deck. And as somebody who stacked the deck. The yeah, I think this is a deal. Will I? I can't blame you.
1: Yeah, you did the biggest finagle when it can, when it comes to fucking trades. So,
0: look, I know how to deal, Josh Jacobs too. Okay, what can I say? I know how to package him up right and get back a pretty nice return.
1: Got three picks. I got a fucking QB eight.
0: It's not bad at all. We we're yeah, talking the, about these the trades and the some of the newbies and stuff coming on here. We do have some newcomers this year. We got Cody and AJ. Kind of setting the standard, I would say, for newbies in case and we were I, to ever kind of reset the the ownership room going forward. They've uh, they've started out that you're strong coming out with a vengeance, coming out yeah. full force.
1: I don't think anybody expected that. I think... Look at us. Hey,
0: look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought?
1: Not me. I think, I think at first, and I don't know about you, but when Cody came in, Cody started making trades right away. He was getting rid of everybody. At one point, he was going to keep Najee Harris. He was moved crazy. Deep. I mean, his trades were kind of horrendous too. I think I thought, but I don't know. You know, shout out to the frontline worker, front frontline workers out there, just doing God's work. You know, I think that's what he does for the league too. So you, you
0: can you can say that I say a cab, but uh, yeah, and then you got Job Bunfeated dealing with injuries. I mean, it's commendable, is what it is. It's just a tough business, and this is the business we signed up for at the end of the day.
1: He's got to make some trades, and I've actually, again, I'll expose myself, but I've been in the trade works for him as well. Um, As a 49er fan, I'm not going to expose any, you know, he's a 49er fan, I'm not going to expose any picks or any players, but he is in the the making for a couple players on my team.
0: Watch it. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion at all. Speaking of collusion, I think it's time we – take a break and get our commissioner in here talk about some collusion whatever he has to say coming up in the uh, commissioner's corner just a minute straight pure unadulterated flamethrower your commissioner travis august coming up next (laughs) We do have the commissioner here, Mr. Travis August. Commissioner, thank you for your time. Uh, We do appreciate it on the first edition of the Gimmick Pod. Bryce, this is big. Usually it's kind of hard to get this guy uh, in our room for a little sit-down like this, but uh, we got him.
1: He's an active man, whether it's on the golf course, on sticks. Talk about it. Fantasy. I mean, he's very quiet in what he does, but it's all planned out, so that's why he's in our group and why he's our commissioner you know some would compare him to kim jong-un i wouldn't
2: say that some i was have- gonna say hitler i was gonna say hitler some Everything are saying that popular. i've heard
0: that no i've heard that yeah, yeah. so commission this is this is what we're gonna do commissioner's corner every week if you're willing kind of like aaron Rodgers tuesdays on pat mcafee we're gonna have commissioner corner once a it's week fun. you can kind of just whatever's on your mind we're just gonna let you go for a minute yeah. Give or take. All right. So your minute starts, uh, What's starts up right now.
2: Perfect. Here we go. We're going to do a new segment every week. This one, I looked at everyone's teams. Time to trade. Time to hold. These So the people that need to trade need to make some shit shake. Your team sucks. Here we go. AJ. Shitter. Kyle. Mm, could be a lot better. And Big Brain Jake. Your team is god awful. The running backs suck. People that need to hold on to their team. No trades. Bryce. Chad. Me and Cody. Those are all the four concrete teams. They're in the playoffs like it's set and sewn. And then there's also two teams that need to give up. And that's just Jason and Dylan. Time for the fire sale. Let's start selling off now. And then there's one team who's just kind of in the middle. No man's land. And that's Nico. I don't know where seconds. he's going. I don't know what he's doing. Something needs to happen over there. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for today. And I'm sure I'll get some backlash for this. I mean, that's you pretty know, good. The min- the minute's up and yeah, there's a lot was... to
0: dissect there. We're going to let the listeners kind of the league members kind of go with it from there. But Bryce, we learned a lot about what our commissioner thinks of people's teams.
1: No, I like, I like the segment. I think it was very creative. I think it took a different route than what we did, but you know, I think, I think there's questions that need to be answered. There's, there's definitely questions that need to be answered. Um, you know, some I would agree and I would disagree with some of the things that he said, you know, not a visual ante, but I would agree and disagree with some of the things you said. So let's just let's just jump right into some things you said. I think it's fair a little press conference action. State of the union
0: time. Yep, let's, let's do union, it.
1: As commissioner, are you okay with teams tanking this early? I mean, we're only three weeks in. You know, you can get two week you can get two wins a week. So, do you think it's too early for teams to be tanking? If teams are tanking is there anything gonna be done i need to we need to know this we need yeah to...
2: that that's a great question uh love that question and... so my thought is if some of the nfl teams are doing it some of our members in our fantasy league should be doing it too like for example the chicago bears, the bears. The bears. they hit the iceberg blow, blow. right it's done right it's time to move on time to get someone else there I would say I would compare the Chicago Bears to Dylan's team, trading all his draft picks for players that aren't doing anything, then trading those players for peanuts. So that's where I'm at with that. And then, you know, Jason Najee Harris at number three. Jalen Warren is clearly the best back in that room. So some teams need to, they need to reevaluate their position. Some teams are in win now mode and other teams are in win in 2027, like Jake. So you just have to understand where you're at in the totem pool, and then you need to go from there.
0: Commissioner, follow up to that. You said there's teams that are in win-now mode and teams that are in win-in-2027 mode. Mm-hmm. What about the teams that are capable of winning in both those situations like mine?
2: Yeah, uh, I would say your team, your team and like my team, set up well for now as well as the future. You have the good young star talent. Um, Bryce has a good team, good setup like that too. I mean, those are just competent football minds. They know ball. Um, They've been around the block for a while. You can tell this isn't their first or second league. They've been doing it for, I'd say, six to eight years. So it shows. Um, but teams that, let's just say teams that aren't ready, right? Like the Nico team, right? Still doesn't let's, know how to drive.
0: Let's kind of reframe this. Let's say, yeah, yeah. But let's kind of split it up into two parties here. Let's kind of figure out who the ball knowers are, the people that know ball, and the ball washers. The guys that just kind of facilitate our farm systems. They okay. kind of just kind of mull around there. It's kind of like little, you know.
2: How, how many people do you want in each section? Five and five? Just right down the middle? I mean, we saw Bryce's
0: rankings this week.
2: Okay, oh, Okay. yeah. So, it's pretty easy. Who knows ball? AJ knows ball. Bryce knows ball. I know ball. Chad knows ball. That's four. That's tough. yeah. I know you're, you're getting frisky. It doesn't have to be and five I've, and five. If you want to, you know. Oh no, I'm gonna do friends. six and four. Six and four. Cody knows okay. ball and Kyle knows ball. That's and then that, that leaves to six. four. That leaves to four. That one thinks they know ball, but they don't really know ball. And the other three just flat out don't know ball. It's a
1: fraud! It's a fraud! It's a
0: fraud! And that's a ball knowers and ball washers brought to you by the commish. Um Yes, that's very insightful.
1: I, a couple follow-ups as well, Jake. I mean let's be honest he's the punching bag of the league you know he's taken a lot of shots but I think it's well deserved and I think it's kind of cowardly the way that he is going about it I think he's a lot of excuses not owning up a lot of right. a lot of blame I mean let's I mean we can go back to the messages and we can look at the receipts he came into the this week talking a lot of shit about Gibbs having the best week ever and he was going to blow my it was going to blow my team and I didn't have Eckler. We didn't even realize I broke the record without Eckler on my lineup. So,
2: oh, boo-hoo. let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin.
1: I mean, I think it's kind of cowardly of what Jake is doing. he's just taking the easy way out.
2: Yeah, but I, uh, I didn't take time to when he said uh, one day someone's going to score points against Bryce. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Jake had the first overall pick, the second overall pick in this year's draft. He had the pick of the litter. Sure, Bijan Robinson was clear number one, but number two, he could have went so many other directions. And that's not even talking about all his players he got rid of to get those picks, like Tyree Kill, who's on pace for the best season ever as a receiver. Um, He just traded away Derrick Henry, but, I mean, he's kind of done. But, I mean, Jake brings it on to himself. I'd say Jake is uh, one of the... The vocal leado- leaders in our uh, fantasy group. He definitely makes the blood flow. He's vital to the league. I respect. Yes, I
1: do respect that.
2: I do like it better though. Uh, personally, when Jake is more competitive in the league, because then it like it's just like talking down to like a third grader. Like you know, you're gonna beat the shit out of.
1: Him. I mean,
2: that fucking picture.
1: It's just fantasy football. This motherfucker
2: lives not- it. He it's not it. just fantasy football. No, let's be honest, a, but also it's a lifestyle for him.
1: Yeah, let's
0: remember, it's not too, it's not too late. It's early. It's We're early. about no, to be yeah. at week four, and there's yes, medians but... involved. You never know. Every week is a two-game week.
2: You I versus think, your yeah. opponent, and you versus the median. So you never know.
1: Anybody can have injuries, just
2: like AJ's team. Yeah, I mean that's a Stop. lot of bad breaks for AJ's team because he made a lot literally, of great moves literally, literally bad breaks. Old bad tears, yeah. bad tears, not cool.
0: Yeah, commission. We uh thank you for the time and thank you for uh helping us with this uh, first edition of commissioner's corner. Uh, be sure to catch up next week and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right,
2: okay. You guys be easy. Thank you guys for doing uh God's work this week. Okay, keep it up. Godspeed. Appreciate you. Up.
1: Now, now. you that was good. I good
0: think that hear- went well. He came in feisty, and then I think we settled him down. We got him to talk through his points, get him to be a little more eloquent, uh, maybe even teach him some big words here and there. I try to be a little more uh, purposeful with my word choices to kind of show him how to shape a sentence and be more considerate and thoughtful when you're choosing the words when describing some of these teams, because we can all say deal will Jake, Jason, their teams are just dog shit, but you can say that in much more colorful language and you can describe how dog shit each team is, you know? So I think we really got him to do that and got him to kind of break down his views on the league.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, we see the side of him that is always – he he's he goes one to ten. It doesn't matter what the segment is. He's jumping at you one to ten. It's going to be personal. It's, it's going to hurt and it's going to piss you off. So sometimes I think, you know, I think Nico kind of hit it on the nail the other day saying like, you know, we don't always want, you know, we don't want the personal attacks all the time. And I totally get it. But, you know, some people deserve it. Sometimes it happens. And Sometimes I'd say Travis does it a little bit too much. But, you know, that's, love, who, that's who he is.
0: Week four coming up. Should be fun. Should be interesting. This is where I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's dog days of the season, but this is where uh, people either hit strides people make comebacks or people just fall off the face of the earth as far as standings go. So we'll see kind of how it shakes up.
1: Yeah. It's, it almost feels like it's halfway, like, it feels like we have a lot of teams in it and then we have the teams that aren't. So I feel like it's like the halfway point where teams are already given up. That's discouraging to say as a league member and your defending champion because you want the best competition week in and week out. So I think, you know, a lot of things happen. We can run into all these injuries, you know, I played Cody this week, you know. I got the one in four the one and four seed going at it. So it's gonna you know, I could jump I can jump down to four and he can jump up to one. Who knows? That's what I think this That's music a, to my
0: ears. Music to my ears.
1: You know, I don't think Mostert's gonna go for another fifty point game, so we'll see what we but adding Jacobs can can definitely help. So not to talk about myself so much as your defending champ, but
0: hey, you've earned that right. And uh for you listeners, you league members. You've earned the right to listen to this pod week in, week out. We'll be bringing it to you as a little recap and a little look ahead in the middle of the, you know, the in-betweens of each week. And uh, we'll be coming back to you next week. All right. Do you got anything else for the people?
1: Let's stay active in the league. I don't want to see anybody giving up. I think that's the worst part. I think we just keep people active. I think it just creates it better, even though if your team sucks, if your team's good, it's all fun, at least for next week. I'm looking forward to, you know, hearing from other league members. I'm, I want to get a couple debates in. Get Jake and Travis in the same chat. That would be interesting. Let them go at it for a little bit. I a little think that's healthy debate. Do. Be healthy debate. It's all healthy debate. It's all love. So I think you know. I think we got a good thing going here. I think we need to keep it going, and I think you know we can't keep this league on our back ourselves. Chad is the one and two seed. We need it's. This is a league thing. We need everybody active. Let's get Jason on here. Let's let's get real active. Let's let's have some fun.
0: Jason's going to blame it on his Wi-Fi, but uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and sign off for this week and uh, give me my theme music.